Oh man, Dustin's got alarms going off now or something. He looks serious. All these flashing lights. He's gonna have to <laughs> abort. <laughs> no, I'm just leaving. I'm done. Oh, that's 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 the that's your done flashing lights. <laughs> For some reason, though, the radio's still on. It's still on my Bluetooth. Tech Hockey Guide presents the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA with your host, Tim Brown, Rob Gilreath, Dustin Lindstrom, and Matt Cavender. All right, welcome, welcome to episode seven of season five of the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, presented by Tech Hockey Guide and recorded from Wisconsin this week. Uh, I'm Rob Gilreath, your temporary host with Tim Still Feeling Under the Weather. Uh, and this week we're joined by Matt Cavender. Hello, everybody. Dustin's here with us, but he's currently on mute because uh, he's in a combine. We can see corn flying behind him. Uh, with the Huskies opening up uh, the season in the Duluth this weekend, uh, we figured we'd have the new president of the Misfits on, Kellen Maloche. Uh, thanks for joining us, Kellen. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Horse, it's up. Oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry, I'm just letting you, I was just going to say, of course, it's a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. All right. We'll talk, uh, this weekend's single game against the Bulldogs. We'll preview a little bit about the upcoming Alaska series. And we'll talk to Kellen about the Misfits plans for this year. Where are they traveling to? What do they need? That, that kind of stuff. Right. So let's, uh, do a quick, uh, thank you note song and a brief note from our sponsors. And we'll be uh, right back with Kellen Maloche. Do you work in manufacturing, product design, or product development? Is your business trying to improve efficiency while also producing at scale? Livonia Technical Services can help. They provide world-class quality improvement training and consulting for failure modes and effect analysis, product development, and cost reduction. All things that could help Northern Michigan assemble a competent defense. If you think your business could use a prevention mindset and reduce manufacturing costs, a partnership with Livonia Technical Services might be right for you. Check them out at livoniatech.net. That's L-I-V-O-N-I-A-Tech.net. Fibke Dental is a general dentistry practice located in downtown Rhinelander, Wisconsin, home of the Hodag. Look online at FibkeDental.com or find them on Facebook. They do pain-free dentistry for kids, adults, people that went to great schools, and people that ended up at Northern Michigan. Stop in and say hi between 8 and 5 and tell them THG sent you. That is F-I-E-B-K-E dental.com. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So Matt, Matt's got a bunch of questions lined up, so I'll let him uh, kick things off here. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be running the show today because Kellen, I've been in your shoes before, and that was that was my favorite experience of my life. I still look back on those days very fondly. So uh let's start off with the boring ones. Um where are you from? What year are you and what are you studying? Yep. So I'm uh, from Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, where U of M is located. Um, did not want to go there. Chose Michigan Tech instead. So I'm a third year mechanical engineering student. Um, and then I also have a minor in material science. All right, cool. Um, so so what's your misfit story? How did you like find yourself getting involved in what drew you to the organization? Right. So um, very embarrassing for me. I did not attend a... Michigan Tech hockey game my freshman year. Um, my friends weren't into it, and I didn't really know hockey very well. Um, so my sophomore year, my friends, I had a different set of friends that really got me into it. Um, and kind of over a set of events, wanting to sit with a group of 10, you know, we got ourselves into the Misfits section. 
um, took ourselves, you know, took the bus to Northern both times uh, and then went to Allentown. Um, and then that's kind of when me and my vice president decided to run. Um, I was hotel mates with Eric, the VP last year. So kind of had a little uh, pillow talk and decided that I was going <laughs> to run the board with Eric in that, in that moment. Oh, that, that story. Like, I don't think that's embarrassing at all. That like makes my heart really warm. That's what I think it's all about. I think it's great when somebody gets there and like, doesn't know the sport too well and just like feels that energy and gets right into it. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And there's definitely a lot of, a lot of fun to be had in the hotel rooms on those trips. So, uh, speaking of that, um, how was the Duluth trip? I know that wasn't an official one and you weren't in the hotel, but how did it go for you guys? It was awesome. You know, we loved every second of it. Um, going into Duluth and I, in my opinion, out cheering the home crowd really put a smile on my face. Um, we were leaving there. There were a couple of tech grads who came over and said, thanks for being there. Um, really, I mean, it was really just a, just a great game to be at. Uh, first great game of the season, I would say. And uh, didn't hurt at the end of the day, you know, ties a tie and you move on. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt to tie somebody that's going to be a good team as Duluth will. And I think, I think some sloppiness was shown. I think there's a lot of things to clean up, but I think there's a lot to be proud of in that game as well. And one of the things that I noticed right away is it seemed really fast. So that was, it's going to be an exciting year to watch the Huskies and an exciting year to be a Misfits president. I I was one, I was the second Misfits president to ever have like a good time watching hockey. (laughs) So so make sure you enjoy it because there were many before us that didn't have that, but um what what's your favorite trip memory? Because now that you've got kind of kind of like your origin story and being an eboard kind of originated on a trip. So what is your favorite? Right. Um, I mean, for better or for worse, I think I gotta go Allentown. Um, that bus ride was miserable. The game was miserable, but hanging out with my buddies there, you know, kind of getting out of Houghton for a little bit. We had a great time and it's always fun supporting the Huskies wherever they're at, however they're playing, you know, it's always a good time. Yeah, and now you have a permanent thing you can hang over Michigan because you guys actually went to the game, and then they were posting on their social media accounts like screenshots of their televisions. Like that's <laughs> that's just lame. That's not what hockey's about. I hate that. Hawk, hawk, what that's what I love about like tech fandom and the misfits is like it doesn't matter how well you know the game if you've got the passion, if you've got the energy, like just get out there and do it. And I was I was really proud of you guys, even if the team was was having a bit of a rough game there. Um, so from there, um, what, what are you looking forward to uh, this year? I mean, I'm hoping I'm looking forward to some really good hockey. Um, I know that one of my biggest goals coming in um, into the e-board was kind of expanding the misfits, um, making sure we have really high membership numbers, making sure everybody's really into the game, into the cheers, um, keeping the fans into what I think is crucial and, you know, a close game or a game that might be getting out of hand. Uh, keeping the crowd and it keeps the guys in it, you know? So um, really being able to get the student section kind of behind us was really important to me. So, uh, um, you know, we kind of took it, took it real important to get recruiting and we had a ton of freshmen with us in Duluth, you know, they met us at K-Day and trusted us to get them to Minnesota. So I can appreciate that out of them. And I'm really excited to have a really, really solid uh, fan group behind me when I'm sitting in those stands and watching some really good hockey. Yeah, you you see the smile it's giving me right away. I love that. I love when kids get involved right away. I it seems like you've got the right attitude in the right direction and everything. I it's really good to hear that there's some freshmen on that trip and that's because they trusted you to get there before they even saw their first tech home game. That is insanity. I love that. Um, so yeah, first series coming up this weekend. I'm really excited to see you guys back in action and seeing all that. But um, 
you know, the big one that I know a lot of our alumni are are talking about is uh, are you guys have any trips planned this year? Because I know that our, every, like we've got alumni everywhere and the ones we've got in our discord love to hear that you're coming to town. So like what do you have any official trips planned and where are they? Yeah. Um, so this year, you know, we were kind of backed into a little of a corner the way the schedule played out between breaks and home and away, things like that. So uh, in the fall, we're going to go to the Bemidji State Series. Um, and then in the spring, tentative plan, unless something changes, we're looking to go to the Sioux. So um, it'll be the Sioux unless by some miracle, Tech and Bowling Green come down to the McNaughton on that second to last weekend. So if that's going to come down to the McNaughton, we might go there instead. But um, I, th- I think it's looking like we're going to go to the Sioux. I think those are two really logical trips to take, and I've taken both of those. Um, Lake State's got the best goal horn in the NCAA, and I love going there to see that. Um, one of my favorite Misfits memories was at Bemidji because um, we had a playoff series there, and that's when we road warriored it all the way to the WCHA championship. Um, but when we played in Bemidji, I took a group of, like I don't know, maybe 20, 30 Misfits, and we out-cheered Bemidji's entire student section. And their solution to that was to relocate their entire student section to be in front of us to try to drown us out. And they they were in, in no kind of shape to be dealing with what you guys do where you can cheer the whole game. And when they realized that, well, we weren't stopping after three and they were they were going to lose the game, it was pretty fun. So this one's uh, kind of deep. I've got <laughs> – it's because, like, I, I like to go there. Um, so – what is, what is your vision for your presidency? What are some things about the org that you're hoping to strengthen or change? And like, what do you kind of see as your direction and how do you see yourself leaving it? Yep. So I, I almost feel like I touched on this before you even asked, but um, driving memberships really important to me. Um, having huge long wait lists for trips, while I don't love it, uh, really shows that the fans are behind it. Um, and I I mean, we know we have the best student section in college hockey. Um, that's not really up for debate in my opinion. Um, and I really would like to solidify that. Um, so making our presence at away games, um, being able to show ourselves at home, um, even if, you know, it's a break or something like that, people are on campus, being able to have a good student presence is really important to me. Um, and I think driving, driving membership is, is kind of the key to that. Perfect. It's always impressive to see when you've got a, an actual group of students that's staying up at break, right? That they should be going home, but they're, you know, waiting until Saturday night to start driving or Sunday to start driving over break it's awesome to see because you i've been up to alaska i've been up to a couple places where you're you're traveling on break to go somewhere else and as an alum it's thanksgiving you got some time off you can go somewhere right so you go into an arena and it's it's just not what you'd expect to see on when you're traveling because the students aren't there but that doesn't happen so much with us anymore and it's awesome to see that yeah i've really loved that it seems like the student commitment and buy into the team is like higher than it's ever been. Like when I was the Misfits president, it was only section L that stand. And we've talked about this a few times on the podcast, but one of the positive things that happened since COVID is that nobody told everybody else that they're not supposed to stand. So it's <laughs> yeah. awesome to look at. I love that. Um, so to follow up the deep question, I got a deeper one. Okay. <laughs> Cowbell or jam block. I'm going to go jam block. Ooh, okay. Controversial. Do you do you have any uh any any uh words? I have a communications degree. <laughs> um, do you have a justification for that? At this time, I will not be elaborating, Matt. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I respect it. Um, now this is a this is a classic question for longtime listeners of the podcast. Um, if you put one lasagna on top of another lasagna. Do you have two lasagnas or one mega lasagna? 
Tough question. That's a really tough question. Um, makes me think really hard. Um, I thought about this a lot. And in my personal opinion, two lasagnas. Because you got the layer of cheese on the top of the lasagna and you're missing the layer of sauce in between the noodles. So you might have a, a tall two lasagnas, but at the end of the day, you're missing that sauce layer that makes it a true one lasagna. That is the most well thought out answer yeah, to that we've question. We've asked that to several people, and uh, I have ever, we definitely have you, not had that level. You want to know what? They probably have a notebook of all these questions somewhere. So well, he's probably else, had some time to think on this one. How else are they going to send him to the Bemidji radio guys? That's true. That's <laughs> I, 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 almost, I feel bad for the Bemidji radio guys sometimes because they play along so well, but that inbox has got to be a nightmare every time they play <laughs> and we've had that guy on the podcast and he loves it he's like you know at the end of the day college hockey's for the fans and i think the fact that he said that he loved it was about the worst thing he could have done because now <laughs> it's almost become a tradition so even if you guys do make the trip you gotta have some folks that don't make it still firing them in for them <laughs> oh no we got the old people to do that now <laughs> yep yeah it's been it's been good stuff so well, let's talk a little bit about the we talk about Kellen's stuff for the misfits let's talk about the actual the the game itself this weekend did you get a chance to actually watch it matt or did you just listen oh i i got a chance to watch i you know i uh, my personal breakdown of the game is i think whoever is taking stats at duluth is a little happy on the butts. like i know that we got outshot in that first period ain't no way in fucking hell it was 21 shots my and note says go, my note says 21 goals yikes <laughs> or 21 shots on goal yikes <laughs> i you know it, we we i i would buy that we're out shot yeah I'm we definitely not, are. i am not buying 21 shots in a period that is i do not think that's what happened and i would be willing to go back and watch the game again with a notepad and take tick marks <laughs> i would be so willing to do that because i i i don't believe that but i think the team like for the first time in a while we can say this is a michigan tech team that looks fast yeah, that was nice it to looks see like it for sure. There was there was some speed. I'm seeing some hands. The main things that I saw that need to tighten up are um, you know, puck possession. I think once we have it, we can get a little nervous and then we're not making smart passes. We're not playing the systems as well. But I think that's just beginning of the year jitters. I think this team has got so much talent and now that they're able to have full practices with like all the coaches on the ice and everything, it's I, I think it's going to come together really nice. And it's all, it's kind of nice to like fall forward, you know, kind of tie and then go up a spot. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, I thought it was, they played, you know, they came out strong, right? They had a couple of good chances right away in the beginning there. If one of those couple of first shots would have been, would have been solid. I think it would have changed the tone of the game, but just didn't get, just didn't get the finish until, you know, Duluth get, puts their goal in and then it, the whole period changes from there. It's basically Duluth's period from that point on. Uh, mm-hmm. Except for the, I think we had one power play in the first, right? Yeah, and um, I believe uh, the announcer said that we had three rookies out there during the power play. So um, it seems like they've decided that uh, the issues with it last year uh, perhaps are going to be tried <laughs> with some new guys on the ice and see what happens, right? Yeah, Kellen, uh, was... what did what did you see at the? Or you you got some, Dustin? Yeah, let Dustin go here first. A few guys. I was um I was surprised to see how many newcomers were in the lineup. I kind of thought that Joe would go with a little bit more of a veteran presence. The first first game of the year on the road against a good opponent. Um, but there were a lot of freshmen in the lineup and, and also you know, new faces, both of the transfer defensemen and um, Baron Kevich, 
think in the long run, that's a good thing. Uh, I, I think it was a little risky for that first game, but it, it, it turned out okay. I'm glad that it did turn out okay. Um, but, you know, I, I think it says a lot for the level of talent that came in, that Joe was comfortable going with that many newcomers in a tough environment against a good team in what is going to turn out to be a very important game for, for the fairways rankings. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a really good point because um that is a lot of newcomers to put in a very high stress situation and to trust them that much on day one is I think shows a lot of uh trust from Joe. I actually think it shows some maturity because that is no question a big time risk, but he had faith in his guys and it the worst was far from happening. So that was cool. Um Colin, we see different things on the television than you do in person. That's just kind of the reality of it. Sometimes we pick up things you don't. Sometimes you pick up things that we don't. Um, what What were your impressions of the game being there? Yeah, so I, I guess first I'll say, you know, I watched some of those highlights and those camera guys were not the greatest I've ever seen. Um, oh, no, not at all. Maybe on the stretch pass, you know, to Marcin Kevich, we barely saw the goal, you know, seeing that in person. What an incredible shot. I mean, you miss it mostly on the highlight, but the way that he was able to get behind that defense and and put a shot, you know, at the top of the net with the goalie right there was incredible. I mean, he it, it, there was no deke. It was just straight skill. Um, and that was really, really impressive to see. Um, I will say that first period was was giving me a little bit of a flashback. You know, I was getting a little paranoid of that um, Western Michigan game at the GLIs. I was worried we might be, seeing, you know, a little bit of a dangerous game being played. But they, they, I don't know what Joe said in that locker room during their first intermission, but they really, really tightened it up. They looked a lot better during the second and especially I would say the third. I mean, Blake made some incredible saves, as he always does. Really, really good sequence towards the end of the second. Um, another great sequence in the third. Um, it was really impressive to see, and I, I might be in the minority on this one, but I think the power play is going to come around. They, it, there were some flashes, and I think if Joe can get a little bit more work on that, telling the guys maybe not hold the puck so long, that power play, you know, I, I don't think is going to be quite as an issue as it was last year, especially with a couple of these freshmen coming in. I'm with you, and like the old guys in our Discord love to get on the power play right away because we've seen it time and time again where the tech power play just doesn't work out. We're a defense first team. Our offense struggles to get going, but, you know, like I said, we've got fast guys. I'm glad to see that you kind of saw the same kind of level of skill there. I'm sad I didn't get to see the Marcin Kavik's goal as much as like oh, the because, feed from the feed from I mean because when, when the fantastic. guy finally got you know here's the thing in the state of hockey why can't we find a guy <laughs> that knows where the puck is that's that's what I'm irritated about. <laughs> yeah, the feed the because, feed from the ugh. finish was great, but the feed from Jed was even better. I mean, he's, yeah. He's behind yeah, the bat and sees the ice there and, you know, use a soccer term here, but he breaks the lines completely down and, and gets behind everything there. And it's it's just a perfect tape-to-tape pass that he takes in and finishes, and it's fantastic. It's it's, it's what you need to be able to actually, you know, get, get through and make those type of chances happen. Yeah, absolutely. Are you in the market for insurance? Have your rates for home, auto, boat, or more been increasing way beyond inflation? If so, maybe it's time you spoke with Aaron Piedela and the team at Arcadia Insurance Group, serving Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and more. Who better to serve you than a former Michigan Tech player? For more information, call 866-511-1069. 
or go to arcadiaagency.com. We fund everything at Tech Hockey Guide from listeners like you. You can show your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Whether you're interested in question priority, access to patron-only Zoom chats with coaches and players, instat deep dives, extended versions of the podcast, unedited video or audio, early access, or commercial-free listening, there's a level for you. We also now have 15% discounts off annual memberships with tiers ranging from $2 to $50 per month. Again, sign up at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. You know, the other thing, too, that they had the chance to win the game in OT. They also had the chance to lose the game. Though there was a huge chance for Duluth right at the very end of the third where he just whiffed on a wide-open shot. There's no way Blake was getting across on it. But See, you, go, you go into OT, take a penalty there. You know, Mosley's beating the guy and gets a stick up in his hands. You know, good good call on the penalty there. But we can't finish on the power play again. So, you know, it's, it's back to the, the power play does need to get better. You can't waste that opportunity in OT and not and not come out with a win when you get, you know, a three on four there. So that was frustrating to see, but you know, good job coming back, right? Never had the lead, always got always got back in the game though. And there were definitely periods where Duluth dominated, but we had our own, you know, sets of it too. So I think it was a good close game. And as we start to play with some other opponents here, it'll it's only going to improve with uh with the season going on. So I'm I'm still high on the season. Not gonna, you know, panic like there are some people already <laughs> as you watch Discord yeah, I, sometimes. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> like I think it's, I think it's tough to not be excited, especially because we're gonna be adding one of the nation's top scorers at semester. Like as much as we like to dump on Austin Swankler prior to his uh, commitment and arrival, that's gonna be a big deal, oh, especially because if if he can. If if like the alleged attitude problems can get figured out and he gels with the team, this could be a very sweet second half if it, everything goes according to plan. Yep, for sure. It's it's definitely something uh, something to look forward to. There's no doubt about that. We can get to see what uh, see what happens there. So we kind of talk a little bit around the rest of the league too. The fought the Saturday night because that was the first night we could all play games. Uh, the, the league went really well, right? What were we three one and one or something like that around the league? Yeah, how about our boys, St. Thomas, picking up right, a win from St. Yeah. Cloud? That was huge. Exactly. Surprising stuff on Saturday night. Hey, I picked them to pick, to finish top half in the conference. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm just happy to see it. <laughs> I'm so high on the Tommies. I, I think they're going to be a great team this year. And I mean, you know, Rico can really coach a team out there. So I, I, I have third. That's my number. They're going to be third in the conference. Uh, I think I put them third or fourth, so I'm with you. I'm I'm high on them as well. I think Rico's a great coach. He's finally got the guys that he needs. And if you go back and listen to the podcast, I dump on the Tommies as much as I can because I'm like, the way they're building up, I need to get my shots in while they can. They are not going to be bad for long. But this is, I think this is the year where they, where they start to show us that they're for real, especially prior to going into that fabulous new facility they're about to get. Yeah, so they, they knocked off St. Cloud, no T, but then you also got, you know, Ferris, who's not been picked well this year, right? Surprising to get a win out of Miami too. So a yeah, couple I of mean, decent, you know, pairwise comparisons there, hopefully toward the end of the year. Yeah, we do have to remember that Miami is not the greatest team, but when no, the, but the way the in... math the way yeah, exactly. The way the math will work out, getting a win against the NCHC, no matter who the opponent is, is gonna be huge. Yeah, there's pairwise comparisons. So Dustin's reaching for his phone to unmute here. <laughs> here he goes. Let's hear it. I was gonna I was just going to say, I mean, we always say the best situation for Bearwise is to play the worst team in the best conferences, and that's what Miami is. So that's yeah. not a bad thing. 
Exactly. Yeah. But you got to shoot our boy Rico over there for the revenge tour. That'll get us some points. <laughs> and then Bowling Green managed, managed to take care of business against Robert Morris for the third win for the conference. And then, you know, Lake State, Lake State didn't do too hot against against the MSU. They, they went down five to two. So, yeah, that was rough. I mean, I'm actually kind of uh, impressed with Lake State for sitting in there as well as they did because Michigan State is just going to be a wagon this year. The way they've turned the program around, like, the only, I feel like the only positive story to come out of Michigan State in like the past decade is that the fact that they hired Nightingale and the hockey program is like taken an immediate 180. So they're they're definitely my team to watch this year, and they're probably the team I'm most scared of for GLI. So the fact that Lake State was able to hang in there and make them relatively close games when they're not picked to finish very high in our conference, I'm, I'm proud of them. <laughs> Yeah, and the other interesting one, I guess, outside of the league, but still non-conference, is Clarkson picked up a win against Notre Dame over the weekend too. So that makes you know doing well in a few weeks here. What that's end of the month, right? End of October. That makes that comparison uh, against the Big Ten. Make another big big comparison set there too. So you know, it's good to see your the teams you're playing should be winning when they're not playing you, right? So (laughs) that's what we want to see. So it's good stuff. Absolutely. I, I loved the way we looked around the league because it was a big weekend. I was nervous about some of those matchups, but it pulled through about as well as we could have, which is pretty well, nice. Everybody split but Lake State, right? So um, the rest of them, the rest of the teams that won lost. Did, well, I mean, so. Mankato's games don't count because they're exhibition. No, they're exhibition, did they only play right? Did they only play the one? or Correct. They only played once. I'm only talking about the games that actually counted, right? So the three, gotcha. games, the three teams that won, St. Thomas, uh, uh, Bowling Green and oh, who's the third one there? St. Thomas uh, and Ferris. They all lost their second game, so they were all splits this weekend. And then the sweep for Michigan State over over Lake Superior. So, and we're the one tie on Friday night. We don't, you know, Saturday night don't play a second game against Duluth. So, either way, yeah. you know, it's, it's hopefully some better there as the league plays around. But now we get uh, now we get Alaska coming to town for the first time, and trying to think the last time they were actually up in Houghton. It's been a while. It was probably when I was still on campus. Well, no, actually, they were still in the WCHA for 2020, right? Yep. So whenever so the last year, the... WCHA was the last time they we were there. So Pretty we sure get the weird, the, the weird little scheduling quirk this year. We're actually going to play them three times, right? Because they're going to be our opening game at GLI as well. So they're coming off a sweep by Denver and not a, a nice close sweep either. You got a seven to three and a and a five to two loss there. So they're not looking. Uh, quite like the run that they did last year where they went, uh, I don't know, some ridiculous long streak there where they didn't have any any losses, including some wins over big teams. I do think they beat Denver last year at one point. Uh, so they, they had a really good year last year. In fact, they were one of the reasons why the pairwise worked out so well for us as it did with us sweeping them. So this weekend's another one of those big, important ones pairwise-wise for us, right? So, Yep, and I think it's one we got to get a couple of wins out of. I think that anything short of a sweep is not really acceptable for this team. Yep, I would agree with you right there. For and I sure. and I and you know there's a, there's a part of me that hates saying that because as soon as you put expectations on something that can really you know make nerves set in, and it can add a whole different dimension to the game that way. But the reality is when you've got this talented of a roster going against that Alaska team that's that's hurting after losing a bunch of players last year, we got to take care of business, you know. Yep. Yeah, they're they're big important games, uh, for sure for the for the program with the comparisons that they've got. And given who else Alaska ends up playing, losing games to them can hurt really badly as well, right? If they take any losses to some of the 
the, the other independents that they'll end up playing against, it can really, really hurt our pairwise in the end. So they're, they're super important games for the, the postseason, but just for getting, you know, the team going anyways. Right. So hopefully we see some, some good games out of, out of Houghton this weekend. Looking forward, you know, to seeing you guys up there at the Mac and doing your thing on the side. Right. I always get the photos from my parents who sit across from you guys in G. So I get to see what, uh, how full you guys are and, uh, and we go from there. Right. So it's excited to have hockey back and, uh, and have it going. You guys got anything special planned for the first, uh, first series? Yeah. I don't, I don't really think anything, you know, too out of the ordinary for the misfits. Um, you know, we're going to pack that, pack the Mac, you know, so we always say, at least that's what my administration has started saying is pack the Mac. So we're going to try to get all 800 of those seats filled every single game. Um, and I don't think it should be too much of a problem. Oh, sweet. They gave you, uh, cause it used to be seven fifty. They gave you another 50. Yeah. It's, it's weird. They put up a whole new sign and there's like that little skinny section that this is, is included now. Oh, heck yeah. I love that because, uh, I'm going to have to figure it out because next year the Misfits turn 21 and I want to plan <laughs> a big reunion because I my my personal plan in Misfit alumni relations is I want to gloss over the fact that this is the 20th anniversary and be like, yeah, neat, but just go nuts for 21. <laughs> <laughs> so I, my my hope is to get enough people to like try to fill the section next to you guys and just run it back one more time, let you guys lead it, but we'll do it one more time and really get that crowd going. Yeah. At some point as an alum, you transition into the, I'm too old to be standing with the misfits section. And you know, you, you, that that's a sad bridge when it finally gets crossed. Right. I've definitely got photos of me standing in the student section as an alum, but for the most part now I let you guys do your thing. <laughs> and, and Tim and I sit somewhere else or whoever I'm up with for the weekend, we sit somewhere else and come over and BS, but we're, we're not going to be, uh, in there being as rowdy as we used to be. Right. So <laughs> it's got to fall to you younger guys that to take care of that. <laughs> right. So it works out well yep. though. All right. Uh, Kellen, big question. Don't hold back. You got to shoot us straight. This is the time to tell us. Okay. What do you need? What do you yeah. need? <laughs> do you, you, you need You need like, uh, you need any monetary assistance? Are there any flags you guys don't have to get? Are you running low on poles? Are we burning through sticks? Do we need any more cowbells? What do you need? We that because the alumni community loves when they can tune into the game and see that you guys are doing something with an investment that they gave you. So like for real, hit us with it. Right. Um. So flags we took care of. I already thanked the alumni. I mean, I can't thank them enough, man. You know, Swankler news transferred right away. I dropped. Well, we're gonna need Pennsylvania. I think within thirty minutes it was ordered. Um. So flags are flags are good. Um, I've gotten, I want to say in the last, in the last two weeks, I think I've gotten 14 or 18 flagpoles. I can't remember what size pack they come in, but flagpoles should be good. Um, I just got, I've got a couple sticks laying in my room right here that I've got. Um, I think, I mean, I don't want to say we're good right now cause we could always use more, you know, but, um, I mean, as first start of the season goes, we're going to be set, um, but you could always use more noise. So anything that can kind of help us on that track, you know, we could, we would appreciate. Well, I see we're just going to, there's, there are two of the big flags still up there. Yeah. I think we got Riga's in there and the then city, the city flags are the big ones. I'm those, those ones are, those ones are the ones that, that they're a little bit more to bite off and I've, I yeah. have no problem buying them because uh, they're, they're fantastic just to see them. I love flags. I'm a big fan. I got a whole collection of them in the, that normally are hanging yeah. behind me, but I haven't put them back up yet. So, 
and like I, that's a super underrated thing for the boys. Like, imagine you're Marcin Kavix and you come in and you see that they're waving your city flag across the ocean. That has got to be an awesome feeling for him when that finally happens. Yeah. And I, I will say, you know, one thing that I hate to admit that Bulldog fans beat us on literally anything on Saturday. However, they do have a flag that has the Bulldog on it that spans the entire four sections of their student section. So what you're saying and is it's time so, for the Misfits to start working on their TIFO game. I mean, we might need the largest flag that we can get printed um, and, and put it across the entire student section while while the team's coming out. I, I don't know. If, if, I you guys, if you guys can start rolling TIFOs out for warm-ups um, and just fully absorb yourself into the soccer culture that Matt appreciates, that would be a hella impressive thing to see a yep. TIFO roll up from the bottom or roll. Yeah, you, you I, could probably I really that. easily hide it behind the top row and roll it down, actually, right? Because the top row yeah. right underneath the box. You would yep. need to have some you would need to have a solid row of shooters that are cool in the top row, though. I think we could figure it out. And that was that was the only thing leaving um Amsoil that I felt even a little bit ashamed about was that they had for 10 seconds more surface area of flag than we <laughs> You guys actually have the flags in Amazon. They didn't show any crowd yeah. shots at all. So yeah, we we sure did. Um, I think we brought ten, and I am distraught that I did not bring the Latvian flag. I felt so bad for Patrick's. You know, um, it wasn't the one that I grabbed. I just grabbed the first ten that I saw. I made sure to grab Michigan and uh, Minnesota. I think so, but no, I had it, and I felt just atrocious with myself that I didn't have it for him. But if he's listening. We have it. It is in the locker. So we'll have it uh, come Friday and for the rest of the season. That is really good news. I think one of my favorite Misfits shows, because the flags thing got started in my uh, presidency. Somebody pointed out that we had a ton of kids from British Columbia. So we had a British Columbia flag and got that. And I was like, well, why don't we just do that for everybody? And it never stopped. And I love that. It's so cool. But yeah, I'm sure he's he's going to appreciate that. One of my favorite jokes that ever happened with the flags is that uh, I forget who we had from Texas, but if you notice, the Texas flag in the locker is slightly bigger than all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Texas would do. Rather than making it the standard yeah, three by five, they're like, we're, we're three and yeah, a half th- by five and a half. <laughs> I think it might have been like four by seven or some something weird like that. Cause I know it wasn't like a standard size, but it was slightly bigger than the three by five. Oh man, Dustin's got alarms going off now or something. He looks serious. All these flashing lights. He's gonna have to <laughs> abort. <laughs> no, I'm just leaving. I'm done. Oh that's that's the that's the you're done flashing lights. <laughs> For some reason though, the radio's still on. It's still on my Bluetooth. Like I said, I, I'm honestly absolutely utterly shocked that Zoom's background noise canceling can kill a corn harvester going behind you and make you actually have usable audio. <laughs> it's pretty astounding. Like the my only complaint is it just sounds like phone audio, but like well, the fact that it's canceling it out yeah. uh, <laughs> pretty yeah. astounding stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff for sure. Well, it won't actually let me buy the flags and send them to your address for some reason because they have to come from overseas. So they're going to my dad's house instead. But we'll get them over to you guys in time. All right, uh, we we definitely appreciate it. So they thanks. won't they won't show up until November. Apparently, those ones <laughs> the one those that set has to come from Germany usually. Oh, when you God. order the city flags, those those are nice quality ones. So for sure, and and Kellen, be sure to make use of the Misfits wish list channel in the Tech Hockey Guide Discord because 
anytime we see something, we, we it's going to be gone. We, we love that. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I know anything else before we go? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to listen to the, the radio show this week. And I know none of us did, so we don't have any comments on that. But um, they are doing the radio show again. Uh, it's a little different format this year than it has been previously. I don't think it's getting released uh, and put up on the site like it used to be. So you got to listen in live if you are going to listen into it. But it is same same time, usually 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern on uh, – it's 9 a.m. Eastern. It's not 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. Eastern, is it? Uh, yeah. It's, it, at least if it's the same time as last year, then, yeah, it's 9. It's 9? Okay, sure. It, I've no, never, I've never it's, listened it's live. 10. So. It's, ten, it's 10. I think it's, it's 10. The same time. Yeah. It's yeah. 10? Okay. It's 10. I was I had to deep, dig back in the bank. It's been a while since so I've been able to listen, but yeah. It's, yeah it's, I've got that whole, you know, work meetings that are always going on on Monday morning. So yeah, I, used I, to, can listen to them live. <laughs> I used to always have a block from 10 to 1030. I have no idea how that worked out, but I was, used to always be able to listen. Well, I know Tim and I are going to travel up for the Wisconsin series. So we'll, we'll see you up there, Kellen, at that one for sure. Uh, I don't think I'm not getting up there any sooner than that. I won't be up there this weekend. And have to actually like do chores around the house for a change here before before the the snow actually gets here and you know we can't do anything outside. So, <laughs> but we'll make it up for the Wisconsin series. I know Tim and Tim's planning on being up there, planning on doing some maybe some interviews in person and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I might be up for the Northern game second semester, but I'm based out of Grand Rapids. I think I already told you this. If you guys need anything for GLI, like please, please let me know. Yeah, it's our intention to go to GLI as well. My brother and I are going to head over to GLI for sure. Cool. We should talk because I know that we were talking about getting a tech hockey guide box and doing it that way. But yep, we'll, so that's 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 something we should probably discuss. Like, and yeah, once Tim no, is you know not dead, feeling better. <laughs> we'll, once we we'll, revive Tim from the dead, we'll figure all that out and cool. see what's going on there. Because one of the things that was real fun about Allentown was you know kind of having folks uh, that listen to the podcast come up and you know tell their story and stuff like that. So we're gonna try to do something similar to that while we're. Well, we're in Grand Rapids most likely as well, but we'll we'll see what we fi- what we figure out as we as we go forward with that. So, well, anything else, guys? Any other comments you got, Kellen, Matt, Dustin? The, the one thing that I want to ask is, Kellen, is there anything you you want to plug before we let you go? Like Misfit Social Media, your own social media, things that you guys are doing. Last chance to tell us if you need anything, like all that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just follow the Misfits. You know, we have Instagram, Twitter. Uh, that might be. I think we might have a Facebook, but I don't, we don't post on it. So Instagram, Twitter. You guys do. I'm still an admin for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should tell you all you need to know. We do not post on it. So Twitter, uh, I guess X now, and uh, Instagram are our main hub. So you can go follow us there, just at Mitch's Misfits. One minute remaining in the podcast. All right. Well, let's do it for this episode of Chasing McNaughton. Uh, please check out our Patreon and join by visiting patreon.com slash Guide. Uh, Patreons at the white level or above will get question priority. Patreons at our black level or above receive extra podcast access, including extended versions of every podcast. Patrons at the gold level or above will receive access to unfiltered YouTube video of our podcasts each week. Get to see how fast Dustin is actually piling up the corn behind him. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ChasingMacPod or at Tech Hockey Guide. You can submit questions through Twitter, Facebook, or on our Patreon page or the Discord channel. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't find the podcast on your site of choice, please let us know and we'll make it happen. Uh, the more you rate, review, and share, the more people we can get, so please tell your friends. If you give us a five-star review, Dustin will read your review out loud no matter what it says, so let's get some ratings and see what you say. We haven't had one of those in a while. And finally, I want to thank our sponsors, Fibke Dental and Rhinelander. 
Wisconsin, uh, Acadia Insurance, and Livonia Technical Services. And finally, uh, thanks to the thank you notes for all the bumpers in this week's episode. If you like what you hear, you can check them out at thankyounotes.bandcamp.com. been listening to the chasing mcnaughton podcast presented by tech hockey guide covering the michigan tech huskies and the ccha